welcome to St James, a Scottish Episcopal Church in Leith. After a brief two-week hiatus, we're now back with our weekly podcasts. This podcast is an edited recording from our Sunday morning service held on September 3rd, 2023. As always, for news and information and to find out how to join us, please visit www.stjamesleith.org.uk. Good morning, everybody, and good morning to those at home. Um, I've not started well. I've lost my crib sheet with all my notes on, so uh, I think I might have left it, so someone's probably sitting on it, but don't worry. Um, If I forget something, you'll you'll have to forgive me. Um, Welcome. We start creation time uh, today, and later on, Carol's going to talk about uh, an installation piece of art that she did, I think, over a year, was it, Carol, or even longer? So she's ongoing, so it's ongoing, so she's going to talk a little bit to introduce us um, to creation time. Uh, But before then, I just want to explain something that we did last week, um, because I'm aware there are a lot of people that uh, that were away. If you can see here, we've got this beautiful jar of colours, and all those different colours represent uh, different people. And really, it's about the metaphor for the church that, um, that we all are part of the church, we all participate to create a beautiful picture, which hopefully we, so God paints, but we're the colours. We co-create um, the community. And so if you weren't here last week, uh, I think you, you might have been given a, a piece of paper with what the colours might represent. You might have something different. You, you might, there might be something on that piece of paper that a colour represents to you, um, use that. And then when you come up before communion, there's some scissors, just pick the colour that most represents you. And you probably feel that all the colours represent you in some way, but the one that most represents you and pour it into the jar as a symbol of you being part um, of this community. There's also um, a sheet of paper that uh, is gonna be confidential which is asking you uh, where, if there's any way that you might participate in the life of the church. Now I want to um, add, this isn't a sneaky way to get you uh, involved in doing things. It's actually um, a conversation to see what your gifts are, but the conversation might be in a wider pastoral sense of me or Frank um, having the conversation saying, well actually you're probably doing too much out of work, it's fine that you're not doing lots in the church, it'd be great if you could. So it's really a conversation, you're not signing a dotted line or anything like that, it's just so that we have an idea and we're not sort of asking people blind, would you help to do this, and we're actually able to ask people what they would like to do, if that makes sense. So there's two bits, if you come up, um, you weren't here last week, one is putting the sand um, into the vase and the second is if you write down anything that you feel that you might be able to uh, contribute to the community um, and you pop it into the basket and again if there's anyone at home um, who wasn't here last week on zoom then um, they could send a message through to the technical team and we can um, add the color and we can add uh, any other information as well
Does that make sense? Is that, that clear? Okay, well, it's lovely. It uh, feels like I've seen lots of you for the first time um, with summer. People have been away, and it's, it's really lovely um, to gather again for creation time. So let's start our service in the usual way. We'll uh, light our candle and invite those at home to light the candle and have a moment's quiet to prepare our hearts and minds to worship God. God the maker, maker of color, sound, texture and movement and the ceaseless beauty of living things. We bless you. God, God the maker, maker of granite and mustard seed, of grey cloud and starlight, of earthquake and heartbeat. We bless, bless you. God, God the maker, maker of all that is unseen, maker of all that has been, of all that words could never capture. I invite you to stand for our opening song. I dare say most of us know this very, very well, and you might even remember this arrangement by Cat uh, Stevens. This is Morning Has Broken. Let's sing together. One, two, three, two, two, and...
Trusting in God's forgiveness, let us now in silence confess our failings and acknowledge our part in the pain of the world. Come home to yourselves and to one another, and may all that is unfree in you be released, and may you blossom into a future graced with love. Amen. this lovely song and uh, Suzanne is going to lead all of the congregation in reading of the song and then uh, at various places we will sing out this uh, Teze piece together.
first reading is taken from Genesis 1, verses 1 to 2, and 26 to 31. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep, while a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, Let us make mankind in our image, according to our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the wild animals of the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in his image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. God said, See, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is upon the face of all of the earth and every tree with, with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food. 
And to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. morning's gospel is pretty spectacular even though it's just three verses <clears throat> it's from john chapter 1 verses uh, verses 1 to 3 glory to christ in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god he was in the beginning with god all things came into being through him and without him, not one thing came into being. This is the gospel. Good news for all. Good morning, everyone. Um, so what you see around the walls is an installation called Seven Days. So how did this um, piece of artwork come into being? Well, this installation, Seven Days, was created in 2001, commissioned by Caroline Kelly, Caroline Kelly, sorry, the chaplain of um, Glasgow University um, for COP26. It was to hang in um, the university chapel um, for COP26. It consists, as you can see, of seven panels. You may see more, I'll explain that. Um, as told in the seven days of creation, uh, the book of Genesis. The panels are all created from repurposed white and off-white fabrics, white and off-white sewing threads, white emulsion left over from decorating, candle wax and gold leaf, gold being the symbolic color that represents the sacred in art through the centuries. They're not meant to be illustrative but each of the panels have simple motifs and designs stitched into them, reflecting an element or elements of the seven days of creation. Each also has a short word or phrase to broadly or poetically represent each of the days, though that might be quite subtle in some of them now. 
I also purposely left a lot of space um, within each panel for creation to make her mark, as the idea was to co-create with creation. After I had done my bit, my making, I placed them in seven different gardens around Edinburgh, friends' gardens, thus handing the work over to the various situational and elemental environmental forces of these places. Initially, this was from July to October um, in 2001. Then they were then exhibited in November in the University Chapel. But the work is ongoing. Seven Days is what I call a process piece. The gradual changes of the panels have been continually documented and form another aspect to the artwork. A photographic diary is on the website of Solmox, which I work for. There's also some photos at the back in a folder of just a few of them. After COP26, the panels were returned to the host gardens until June 22, when they were exhibited at the Solas Festival. Some of you saw them there. Uh, and then on to Iona in August, and then at Holyrood House in North Yorkshire during autumn 2022. Also, as you might have guessed, there's more than seven here. A newer and similar artwork ran throughout 2022, the Bee Project, in conjunction with my beekeeping friend Carrie. Uh, three panels were hung by three of her beehives, two in apple orchards um, belonging to the Cyreniums near Ratho, and one in her garden the other side of Vicport, Victoria Park. So some of your gardens, those of you live in the Dudleys or know about, may have contributed to the honey that she makes uh, there. So seven days, aims as, uh, the aim was to cause us to reflect on the gift of creation, our role and our place in it, what past and present effects our actions or inactions have caused, and the choices we now make in caring or repairing it. It would take too long to describe fully each of the day's panels, its motifs, stories, and ideas behind the making and journeying. You can speak to me afterwards, there's lots of them. But the work led me to um, leading seven workshops last year, each based on a different story of a different day of creation, for which I drew on words of others and wrote some um, reflections myself. From these, I'm now going to offer a short reflection on each day. Um, I'm going to invite Katie and Alistair up to read with me, so it's not just my voice, so I'll take a moment. But what I invite you to do is to just relax and uh, let the words sort of flow over you and see what strikes you. Someone said, what's the one point of your sermon today? But what I'm offering is words and see what speaks to you, if anything, hopefully something. It might be a word or a phrase or an aspect of that. Um, Day one, loved into being. Silence, a beginning, the love of God. The spirit hovers over the space of the deep, the chaos. A breath spirals out, radiating throughout the universe, creating and touching, breathing life into all that is.
God breathes extraordinary life into all things, into all matter. Day two, water of life. We first experience water in the undulating sea of our mother's womb as we float in the dark and warm current of amniotic fluid. Our bodies affirm the water's presence in our beginning and in the great beginning of life on this planet. At birth, we are 77% water, with our skin delineating the boundaries of our internal waters. This is a fact of our existence. We are a body of water. On a spiritual level, we acknowledge that the water coursing through our physical being is connected to the rivers, streams, lakes and oceans. Just as we are not separate from the earth, we are not separate from its waters. We are kith and kin. Water is life. Day three, consider the lilies. To consider, to fix the mind upon for careful examination, to meditate upon, to view attentively. We are called to pay attention, to study the divine creation at our fingertips, to let it be our rabbi. I am. I am the source of all that is. I am with you in each seed. I am with you in each flower, each plant, each tree each fruit that you eat. I am source of the food that nourishes your body, the fibres of the garments that clothe you, the clay of your pots, the wood and the stone of your shelters. I am the source of all that is. I am I have provided for all my people, and I weep for you for the injustice of hunger and inequality. I am the source of all that is. Seek first my kingdom and my righteousness, and together we will bear fruit for the good of the world. Day four, lights of the world. There is no speech, nor are there words, says the psalmist. Yet their voice goes out through all the earth, the sun by day and the moon by night, to declare the mystery of God. The sun rises, the sun sets, 
sun and moon, night and day, constant light over all peoples, all loved, all equally made. We create divisions, but look to the skies, sun and moon, day and night, constant light over all peoples, all loved, all equally made. Day five, blessed. The animals, those that creep and fly and swim, were here many years before us, living, evolving, growing, populating and finding their place on earth, their locale, and God blessed them. We were the last of God's creation and given the great responsibility of caring for the earth, for all that God had lovingly created, the biodiversity of which we are part, on which we rely to live. <coughs> we are all interrelated. We are brothers and sisters of all those that fly and crawl and swim and walk upon the earth. We are all interrelated. All of us created with and by that same great love. Day six, humanity. Humanity created in the image of God. Ordinary people, imperfect saints, broken vessels in common, in communion, all equal in the sight of God, all loved in the heart of God. Humanity provided for by the gifts of the earth, humanity given the responsibility to care for the earth and all its creatures, humanity commanded to love one, other, one another as I have loved you. Humanity created in the image of God. Ordinary people, imperfect saints, broken vessels, in common, in communion, all equal in the sight of God, all loved in the heart of God. Day seven. And on the seventh day, the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array. God had finished the work she had been doing. So on the seventh day, she rested. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because on it she rested from all the work of creating that she had done. She rested and she saw that it was good. 
We need to take time to pause, to stop, to rest, to be silent, to reflect, to take time to notice God at work in the world. Because God saw that it was good. Day eight. You may have noticed that the um, panel over here, day seven, is twice as big as all the other panels, and it's divided into two. This is for the simple reason that in the center of the wall where the panel was to hang in Glasgow uh, in the university, um, there was a door. Uh, and when it came, it would have looked a bit odd to have it hung on one side. So I decided to make it twice as big. And then when it came to the site, uh, to hang it in the exhibition, I literally tore it in two and hung it on either side of the door. And intriguingly, the door became day eight, a symbol of the future. Where might it lead? What do we hope for, for our day eight? for our planet now and for its future. Seven days aims to cause us to reflect on the gift of creation, our role and our place in it, this day eight. Perhaps we will be considering this over the next few weeks of Creation Tide. Thank you. In case you're wondering, it's not just the Episcopal Church that has Creation Tide. And this morning prayers are um, taken based on a, a, a lovely prayer by Cathy Galloway, whose songs we quite often sing here. Um, but there are bits woven in from the church in Canada and from the Anglican church. And I think there's a Methodist bit in there somewhere too. So all on the theme of creation time. So let's pray. Generous God, you are the source of all that is, creating and sustaining every living thing. You are the source of all food, material and spiritual, nourishing us in both body and soul. You are the river of life for our thirst. You love the world so much that you sent Jesus to show us that love. May we be filled with your breath, nourished by your food, renewed by your living water, and sustained by your love. Creator God, we give thanks <clears throat> that we have heard the Spirit of God and the rustling leaves and the rush of water. So we pray for the creation which nourishes and sustains all that lives. Renew in us the sense of its value that we may not squander its riches or so bend it to our will that we find that we have destroyed it. We pray for all whose experience of water is not of blessing but of curse, as rain falls relentlessly from the skies, as rivers burst their banks, bridges are swept away, dams crumble, ice caps melt, and flash floods sweep down, carrying destruction over many miles. There's water everywhere, and none of it is clean. 
We see thirst that can find only filthy water to drink, where there are waterborne diseases and people and animals drown. Christ's draw near to them, ordinary people trembling and scared for their futures. God grant them strength and hope as they work to adapt to this changing climate and bring to them the comfort of your presence when life is hard. All compassionate God, deliver your people. In this next section, the response to God of creation in your mercy is hear our prayer. We pray for the world we live in that God may open our eyes to recognize the goodness of all creation and help us to do what we can to restore and care for the wonderful gift that we've been given. It is our common home, and we pray that we may hear its urgent cry of the damage done and, and be moved to protect it for future generations to enjoy. Loving God, remind us of all our responsibility to care for and protect this precious gift of creation and to share and conserve its resources. God of creation, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for world leaders that God may grant them wisdom to make just decisions which respect the earth and all that lives in it, especially those who are poorest and most vulnerable. God of creation, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for our local community, that through God's grace we may be good neighbours to each other and to the whole of creation, restoring and caring for all that God has made. God of creation, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And let us in silence Remember before God those people in our hearts asking the Creator God to be close to them today, surrounding them with love. And lastly, a prayer from the Iona community. For the healing of the world, we pray. For a holy healing. For the tearing down of cruel barriers and the building of bridges for peace for the ending of needless exploitation and the growth of reverence for our planet, for replacing what the wealthy want with an abundance of what the world and its weary people need. God, our Creator, we pray these prayers in the name of Christ, who with you renews all things. Amen. Thank you, Cam, for those prayers, uh, and also Carol um, for that meditation. Um, one of the big meta-narratives in which all um, our faith is, I think there's two or three meta-narratives, but one of them is uh, creation. It's a creation story, uh, which should really be at the heart of all we do. And I think uh, uh, the Christian, certainly the Western Christian faith is really almost started with the, the fall and sin and forgotten about creation, uh, that we are actually made in the image of God and how important creation is. And for me, this creation time is really important because we're looking at, uh, we are, we've got on our 
website EcoChurch, um, and we really need to ground that. It's not just about changing the light bulbs and making sure you know, uh, we reduce our carbon input. That is really important and significant. But I think it's really about it being part of our spirituality, really being um, not a side part, you know, this is the added extra that we do, that it's actually integral to all uh, that we do and our decision making. Because I, I personally believe, people may have other issue areas, but I think the environmental crisis is probably the biggest issue uh, that we face. It links in with so many other things like forced migration. So please use this time to really think about um, our relationship to nature and the environment. Um, and Carol, thank you so much because I think that um, is such a profound way of introducing that meta-narrative and helping us to, to think um, about those things.
Glory and thanksgiving be to you, God, our Creator, for the gift of your Son born in human flesh. Christ is your holy wisdom, existing beyond time, present at creation. Through Christ you revealed yourself in the world and bring your saving work to its completion. Obedient to your will, he died upon the cross, and by your power you raised him from the dead. He broke the bonds of evil and set your people free to be his body in the world. And on the night when he was given up to death, knowing that his hour had come, having loved his own, he loved them to the end. And at supper with his disciples, he took bread and he offered you thanks. He took the bread and gave it to them, saying, Take, eat. This is my body. It is broken for you. And after supper, he took the cup, he offered you thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant. It is poured out for you and for all, that sins may be forgiven. Do this in remembrance of me. Draw near with faith, receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith and thanksgiving.
God give you grace to be faithful stewards of creation, rejoicing that you are made in God's image and seeking justice for those who do not share in earth's bounty. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be upon you and remain with you always. Amen. So please stand. For We're going to sing our peace to one another.